na 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 So welcome to the Eat The Foods podcast with me, Chris. And me, Brad. And this is episode 25, and Brad is going to sing at the start of each podcast because we can't afford a jingle. No, we can't afford one, and no one wants to do one for us because they're like, who wants to do a jingle for you? You guys are losers. And you've got three listeners. Yeah, exactly. So, improvisation, Brad will be singing. Yeah, so I'm going to try and, well, I'm going to attempt to anyway. Fingers crossed. I, I don't know, I don't think you can call it singing. Well, have you watched X Factor lately? I wouldn't even be allowed to make it on auditions. No, they'd put you on the auditions because it'd be hilarious on the live stage. Yeah. They'd make it like, yeah, you're really good. They'll give you a nice little soft story. Give you a background. Hi, I'm Brad. I'm Take you you to Wanstead and be like, this is where Brad grew up and this is what Brad's ambitions are. But secretly, he's always wanted to be a singer, but he's never had the confidence. And then they'd play his video and he'd be shit. Yeah. Standard. Um, Anyway, this isn't about the X Factor. This is the Eat the Flu show. Um, how are things in the world of Brad, other than your singing ambitions? You and my singing ambitions are there. Um, you know when they say don't quit your day job? Yeah. Well, I'm considering it. <laughs> <laughs> For the love of God, please don't. <laughs> For the love of God. For the love of house. Um, yeah, no, pretty good. Um, just cracking on with work, um, editing videos, exploring some new tech- technologies. Get a bit creative. Get a bit creative. Let's get creative. Um, nice. Yeah, so pretty good. <clears throat> Slowly introducing training again after a week off. Um, but someone has been a little bit ill and has oh. fucked up our training routine. Well, you say that you're gonna train completely by yourself. I don't need you. Don't, I don't need to be there to hold your hand. You do because I won't even get out of bed. Well, I'm not getting you out of bed in the morning. <laughs> Drag me out of bed. <laughs> Drag my bed too. Wake up! <laughs> like, Wake up, boy! Get out of bed! <laughs> yeah, so now I've been a little bit ill this week. I'm 95% recovered now, I think. Um, 94, 94. Maybe 93, who knows. Uh, so I've only trained once this week. But it was nice. So we started a new block of training this week. Uh, won't bore you with the details, but a new block is always exciting because, like, oh, what's on the menu? Now? Chris, Chris got a new strap on. <laughs> <laughs> we've got some strap-ons. Um, no, we've got some wrist straps, which should help with some of our movements and some of our lifts, which we used for the first time on Thursday. Yeah, which is boring, so we're not going to talk about it. Nah, let's not go there. Uh, what are we talking about on the episode today? So, we are going to be chatting about uh, activity trackers and how to use them um, to basically lose weight. So, how to actually use them efficiently and practically rather than just buying them and going, oh, look at myself a new Fitbit, oh, check me out, I'm now a fitness professional, and uh, <laughs> I'm now into fitness because I've got a Fitbit. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully you get the gist of that. I don't know how I put with this seven days a week. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> and then we've got what bangs the dumbbells, so what makes lots of noise. Yeah. And then... Hot fire questions of the week, uh, random questions of the week, and we are going to be returning with five questions, because we actually quite enjoy it. <laughs> it's quite fun, um, hopefully you guys enjoy it, and if you do enjoy it and you want to get involved, on that Instagram of course during the week we do post kind of the five questions that you guys can screenshot, tag us in, answer in and get involved as well. Yep. So there you go. So, shall we get crack a lack in? Let's crack on with the show. So, activity trackers. Yeah. 
Uh, probably a good time to talk about them. I think so because we, firstly, we're big advocates of them ourselves. Yeah, both got one. And we both got one, and we always recommend them to our clients. So essentially, what most, if you haven't got one, what they do is. Uh, some of them do stuff that others can't, but the basics of the activity trackers are it counts your steps yeah. and gives you a rough estimate of what distance you've walked or traveled. Uh, walked because it doesn't count your distance if you're in a car. <laughs> uh, I've done 40 miles today. Yeah. Oh shit, but they're all on the A roads. Yeah. Um, and also works out some calories for you. So apparently it tells mm. you how many day, how many calories you've burned. Now, some other fitness trackers um, can track like your heart rate yeah. and... Some sleep. exercise um, yeah. time as well. And sleep patterns as well. <coughs> um, because, yeah, our sleep is based on how we move at night. So it can pick that up. And some of them do. And I suppose they're pretty good if you if you go from not tracking to slightly tracking, you get a basic idea. Yeah, you get a bit of an insight. Yep. Um, and that's essentially what they all do, really. They give you an insight into your daily activity levels, hence the name Activity Tracker. Uh, you get loads of different types. We're not sponsored, but we both use Fitbits. Nope. Um, which are a decent brand. The only gripe, or the, bit, the biggest gripe I've got with them is about the battery. Yeah, um, is batteries shit. Even the new ones, they've just released some new ones, and the batteries—they even say battery lasts for like two, three days. Like, what, what, you know? Uh, there you go. But we're not here to discuss about battery levels and which one's better. Bring back Nokia's. <laughs> Bring back the Nokia's. Just touch a Nokia to your wrist. Well, basically, <laughs> all it is. Do you remember back in the nineties and the early noughties, people used to walk around with pedometers on them. Yeah. Yeah, that's all a fitness activity tracker is. It just lives on your wrist and tells the time now. Yeah, and it's electronic, so it doesn't require for a little beep, a little ticker to go up and down. Yeah. That's what they were. You just shake it and be yeah. like, oh, I've done another 10 steps. I remember being in primary school. Do you remember um, in the Happy Meals, they were giving away them in Happy Meals? Like, <laughs> How when, ironic. <laughs> when when like, there was an introduce of like the Olympics yeah. and like Commonwealth Games and stuff like that, um... McDonald's used to put them into their toys and then when we used to have wet play in primary school we used to kick it around in the air to see how many steps we could get on about <laughs> it dropping on the floor. Yeah. That's how bored we were as kids. Maybe she's used a football instead. You can't oh, you can't play football indoors. Well Well we did. Play a board game. <laughs> yeah. There you go. Um, anyway, fitness activity trackers. Uh let's should we talk about what they're like for steps? If yeah. they're useful, if they're not. Yeah, so I <clears throat> a lot of people always say, well, I should probably be hitting 10,000 steps, um, but it's only saying 6,000. And what we say to people is that's relative to you. Yeah. It's not relative to the actual Fitbit brand, if that makes sense. Yeah. So it's relative to what you move. So if you, if you're, like, it's not relative to the kind of what you do, what everyone else essentially. It's relative to just you. So if you used to compare two trackers, they'll be different. Yeah. But, you know, if you're just using one tracker and, you know, it tells you how many steps you take and, you know, you think that you've probably done 10,000, but it only says 6,000, you know, you've technically only done 6,000, right? Yeah, you've probably done more 6,000 than 10,000, like, unless you're counting your steps... What you think is just what you think. Yeah. <laughs> and a lot of people get worked up about this. 
and we always say, look, just track for two weeks, you know, do what you do, and if it gives you an average of 6,000, then you know that, you know, based on what you've said, you do 6,000. Yeah. You know, don't, I always say to people, you know, don't compare who's got the best tracker. No, and that's a really good point because there are so many different trackers out there now. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people kind of get hung up on which one's more accurate. The most important thing is just to pick one and stick with it. Like you can use your mobile phone. Wouldn't really recommend it because that means you have to keep your phone on you all the time. So there's a lot of ways of it being wrong. Yeah. But just pick one fitness activity tracker, stick with that one and use it consistently over time. Yeah. Rather than worry about the inaccuracies of say a Fitbit or an Apple Watch or a cheap one you bought off Amazon, stick with one and that you'll be good to go from there. Yeah, and even if you're you know, even if you're using the phone and you're consistently just keeping it in your pocket going to and from work or when you're out and about, let's say for example you pick up five thousand from using your phone, but you know you're a little bit more active you know that to increase your activity, you need to make sure that that track at the end of the day is higher than 5,000. And yeah. that's what we're trying to get to people. Like, just because it says for you it's 6,000, um, just look at trying to increase that, you know? And then you know that if you're consistently using the same tracker and you're doing the same thing, you know that if you increase it from 6,000 to 8,000, you'll be more active. Yeah, exactly. Like 10k is a good target to have, right? Yeah. It is a really good target to have. Um, if, but some, do you remember where it comes from? If I remember rightly, it comes from like when they first started to create pedometers. I'm, uh, I'm not 100%. Uh, don't quote me on it, sure. but I'm pretty sure it's when they first started to create pedometers uh, in Japan. And it was like 10k was an easy number to have on I think there is some research behind it. I think, no, but I think the research is done afterwards. Yeah, that's what um, maybe, I'm not sure. Um, but yeah, that part doesn't really matter too much. No. The point is, 10K is a great target, but if you're someone hitting 5K a day over like a week or two weeks, then 10K might be a bit of a stretch to hit. Aim for 8K, Meet see how that middle. goes. Yeah. And you know, make 8K, do eight, you know, go from, if, you're, <clears throat> if you've got a fitness tracker and you're like, well, I'm doing what I normally do and I'm only hitting five, 5K, you know, don't expect to go in a week to be able to jump it up to 10K. Every like, day. Yeah. Just think you've probably done what you do for the last two, three years. So you need to change the habit. But I want to just talk on, before we like venture off and go off topic, like how they can use, we've kind of touched on to it, but how we can use fitness trackers to help you lose weight, right? Yeah. Um, so essentially to lose weight, you need to be in a, you need to be in a calorie deficit, right? Which is uh, burning more calories than that come in. Yeah. Right? Um, so in order to do that, if we know that you're keeping your food the exact same and averagely, let's say you do whatever, I don't know, 5,000 steps a day, if you can increase that average to 8,000 a day and you're still keeping the food the same, you, in essence, you essentially should be able to create a calorie deficit from that. Yeah. And if it's not creating a calorie deficit, then it just might not be enough steps to create that calorie deficit or you've supplemented some calories you've burned through your food, right? Yeah, exactly. Um, and so, yeah, <clears throat> what I would always recommend, uh, what I say I, what we always recommend is if you're new to a fitness tracker 
or even if you use a fitness tracker but you've never really used it properly to lose weight and that is your goal, is two weeks, just make sure you make an effort of tracking your steps and so make sure you've always got your Fitbit on, it's well charged, yeah. ready for the day, and find out what your average um, steps is. Now, the reason why we say two weeks is because um, you might have some days where you're at the office or you're, you know, you're walking a bit more, and it also includes two weekends. Yeah, which is really important because what you do on the weekends, <coughs> excuse me, can change a lot from one yeah. weekend to another. So, <coughs> excuse me. So getting two weeks worth of data is probably a good idea. Yeah, if you can get more, albeit, but you know, by the time you've done four weeks, you're like, well, hang on a minute, I just want to get in. Let's get cracking and make some change. Exactly. So yeah, work towards two weeks of finding an average, and then from there, you kind of want to probably increase it from ten to twenty percent on, on average. So you know, adding on, find out what ten percent of 5,000 is, and just add that on top. Yeah, so I mean, that's really small to go. Yeah. yeah. That, like, most people can easily work 30% on, I reckon. Oh, 100%. Um, if it's up to you how far you want to add it on, like, yeah. if you are doing 5K steps, you can go up to 10K if that's achievable for you. Yeah. Um, um, but find out what is going to work for you. Yeah. And it, try and error. Yeah, exactly. And, you know, the reason why we say sometimes you know, 10 to 20% or 20 to 30% in around that range is just because for some people, as Chris said, it may, may be quite hard to go from five to 10. Yeah. And the other spectrum is you might already be from at, you might already be at that 10 K steps. So, which I know a lot of people, my clients, they get a little bit complacent once they've hit that 10k mm. they don't look to keep carrying on pushing and that's what people forget is just because you've reached 10k and you've been there for four or five months doesn't mean you stay there you still need to keep on making that progress because essentially your body will adapt to the calories you're burning summed up the episode right there done done see you later see you next week <laughs> mic drop done and dusted <laughs> episode 26 let's do it um no i think every, have you've it's pretty much summed up everything there. I think the only one thing I would add is outside of the steps part. So yeah. uh, one thing we haven't talked about with fitness activity trackers is the calories that they tell you. Now, let's just knock this straight off the bat and just put this one to bed straight away. Tuck it into bed. Tuck it into bed. The calories that your fitness activity tracker tells you you burn across the day are the crap. It don't take into account a lot of things which have an impact on your calorie needs for the day. Um, and there are tons of better ways of figuring out how many calories you've actually burned in a day. So you can just completely ignore that metric. Um, and more importantly, if you have one that tracks your exercise, don't go and add that calorie burn during the exercise period to your calorie intake if you're trying to lose weight. Because you should already have a calorie target that's taken your activity levels into account. That's the whole point in the calorie target. It says you do X, Y, and Z a week. Uh, your activity levels are these during a week. Here's your calorie target to lose weight. If you then go and add in the extra calories from, I don't know, Tuesday evening's training session at the gym or Thursday evening at uh, boot camp, little plug, um, you're then just going to add back in those calories that will put you into a calorie deficit. Exactly. Good point to make. Um, yeah, so just be aware. Just. 
I, I don't even pay any attention to the no. calories it gives me. Even it sleep, I don't really like. It's useful every now and then just to go, oh, I've had a decent week's sleep. Yeah, but, but you then, kind of know that. Like, <laughs> yeah. It's like telling, it's like no shit, Sherlock. You've had a decent night's sleep every week. You've not gone out drinking every night of the week. You've woken up at a decent time every week and you've actually had an appropriate bedtime like an adult. The only good thing that's useful is tracking your sleep is just to see uh, when you go through your lightest stages and your deepest stages. And the good thing is that if you can, if there is some, is, is, get my words out, right? Come on. That if you do find yourself uh, getting, your, you know, getting a good tracker for your sleep, you can actually use it to your benefit to help you wake up. Yeah, I've never gone that far. Uh, uh, and it's quite easy. <coughs> there are some decent apps out there already um, mm. that you can use, especially for the phones. Um, if you're not too bothered about how far you, your phone is when you go to sleep, you can put your phone on your mattress and it picks up body movement. Obviously, it monitors movement and vibrations through your mattress. And you know, technology nowadays, you can turn your phone, your flip your phone over and it lights up. It yeah. knows. So, um, and essentially what happens is if you're like, I know sometimes I'll get eight hours sleep and I still feel tired. Mm. And if you can, if you've ever on a weekend not set an alarm, you naturally wake up, you feel a bit more energized. That's an amazing feeling. And that's just because you've woken up on a light sleep rather than a deep sleep that's what i've like, done this week you can you can honestly get like four hours sleep and if you catch that on a light sleep you'll wake up feeling okay within reason because yeah. you've you've gone through that light stage i think we go in and out of it every night in minutes give or take um so yeah without sounding too boring you can <laughs> too late you can use your sleep to um, the times of your sleep patterns to help you feel a little bit more fresh. Um, within reason, it's stuff. It's, there's still a lot more research behind it, but yeah, a little insight. Have a little read into it. It's called non-REM and REM sleep. So non-rapid eye movement and rapid eye movement sleep. There you go, kids. Learn about sleep. Sleep, 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 sleep. It is important. It's so underrated, man. It is. So That's another episode for another day. Yep. Like... Yeah, people, get your sleep out there. Find out what works for you. Yeah. Cool, so hopefully that's given you a bit of an insight into trackers. If you've got any more questions or you're a little bit more confused or you want us to help you with the numbers you've got already, just yeah. drop us a line and we'd be more than happy to help and uh, help you walk your way to a leaner you. Exactly. Amazing, eh? Easy life, right? Yeah. Easy life. Right. Should we move on? Yep, so we're going to move on to what bangs our dumbbells? It's got all the jingles today. Yep. <laughs> Every week, new jingle. Um, so yeah, I personally haven't found anything that's banged my dumbbells this week. It's because you haven't ventured out. You've pretty <laughs> much been indoors. I have ventured out. Uh, not a lot, admittedly, but I have ventured out. Um, so what's been banging your dumbbells this week? So this week, uh, this is something that bangs my dumbbells quite a lot. And... It's not people not doing the basics and in order to lose weight. And we're to, we're always banging on bang, always banging on about doing the basics. We're never fancy or jazzy with what we do. We're literally like So I shouldn't be taking those fat burners. No, no you fucking shouldn't. <laughs> 
Um, we're always banging on about like just eat some fruit and vegetables more than you're eating, plenty of protein, match your calories, done, weight loss will happen. Like as simple as it sounds, that is literally what it is. Like there's more to it, you know, sleeping and stuff, but in order to lose weight, there's no ifs and buts, that's how it works. Yeah. Now, there's people who like want stuff that's fancy and complicated because they think the more fancy and complicated, the more it's gonna burn more fat. Like the more tablets you're taking, the more molecules in your body it's gonna hit and I'm like, fuck off with your shit. Like, just take your pills and shove it in your fucking ass. That's literally how I feel sometimes. It's a, it really, you can tell how it bangs my dumbbells. Just oh, stop doing the fancy stuff. Like, save the fancy stuff when it matters, you know? Save your meal timing and your supplements when you're lean and you want to make that marginal gains. Extra 5%. Like, for now, just concentrating in, on eating broccoli and greens <laughs> and carrots and... <laughs> Only broccoli. All the good stuff. Like, focus on that. Eat some good protein, you know. Don't panic about eating organic food. Like, you've got bigger issues than eating organic <laughs> food. Like, but my carrots aren't organic, so health benefits out the window. They're I'm, frozen. Yeah. <laughs> like, just oh. focus on the basic stuff, you know. Focus on moving outside of the gym. Focus on training three times a week. Another thing, like, oh, I'm training seven days a week and I'm going to target this, 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 and I'm going to do some special... Uh, on the Friday. Yeah, I'm going to do some special... I don't know what training they call it nowadays. Like, just... Go to the gym, enjoy what you do, focus on the simple stuff, master it, and once you've mastered it, I'm happy for you to moan. Don't moan if you're not doing the basic stuff and go, I'm not losing weight, help me, but yet I'm worried about the chemicals that is in my diet drink. It's unhealthy. What's unhealthy is being overweight. Yeah. Like, I, you know that is what's unhealthy. Like, just think about that. Anyway, rant over. <laughs> um, I think that's a very passionate rant. It was on a and with all good intentions. Why do you think? And I mean this in the best way possible. Why do you think people go down that route? I generally feel that like they go down that that route is because they're they're being sold that that is what needs to be done. So. It's more of a case of them not having the knowledge of knowing. That as well, but... Or is I, it more... I think in general, like with day-to-day -day stuff, without even diving into health and fitness world, people think that once it's fancy and, compl and complicated, it's different and it seems to be the mystical... And I think it's due to evolution that we've travelled in because if you take... But if you go back 30 years, things were simple. Yeah. Like you didn't have these fancy computers and these, like, you literally, you can put your hand in your pocket and you've got the world in your hand, your phone. You can do anything. Pretty you much. Can run a, you can run. You can hack an airplane with a mobile phone. Exactly. You can run a multi-million business. Um, and I think that people take that and go to another extreme and like, oh, it's nice and fancy, so it's going to get the best results. It's like, no, don't forget the basics. Like, you know, don't forget that. Um, again, and, it, and I'm not saying this is solely the reason, but it doesn't help when you know, you're being sold 
uh, that you know you have to do this and this to lose weight and you should be doing all the things at once you can because you might lose out on that and miss out on this. It's yeah. like, just stay basics. The people who've done the best in this world are the people that are consistent and do the basics here. Yeah. Like, I'm not trying to say that it's your, that it's these people, this people's fault. It's uh, everyone's got a blame, part to blame for this. Yeah, everyone's it's, got their own responsibility. Yeah, it's just, you know, don't get caught up in this complicated world it, and don't make it all mystical. Just boring is best. There you go, guys. Boring is best. You heard it here first. Yeah, I'm not boring, so I'm not best. Brad's hashtag. Boring. Brad says boring is best. Yep. <laughs> say that a few times. Boring is best, boring is best, boring is... No, say Brad says boring is best. <laughs> Brad said boring is best. Yeah, we'll see after a few times, after a few drinks. <laughs> yeah, imagine that. Right. Ranty ranty over. Ranty ranty over. Let's move on to the final part of the Little Lou show, which is, of course, a quick fire round of Ask the Coach. Yep. Or quiz the... What, what do we call it? I don't know. Random question of the week. Random question of the week. That's what it is. Zone podcast. You 25 episodes know. in and who knows what we're doing still. I don't. <laughs> yeah, anyway. Right. We've got this written down. So, you can go first? You can go first. With me, my questions for you yeah, first. Yes, you can ask first. Alright, you ready? I'm ready. <coughs> ready to rock and roll. I'm ready, pal. Yeah? Five questions. First answer that comes to your head. Yes, go. Go. Captain America or Iron Man? Captain America is he's pure. Like Iron Man is like Snake if, Oil. <laughs> Iron Man is like if he didn't have a computer it would not exist. If they didn't operate on Captain America, he wouldn't exist. I know, but you know what I'm saying? I, just, I know, I'm just playing devil's advocate. Uh, Netflix or cinema? Cinema, hundred percent. Fair man, fair play. Uh, Facebook or Instagram? Instagram. Yeah, would you that? Uh, wings or chicken pieces? Wings. Wait, what's chicken pieces? Like chicken legs, chicken drumsticks, chicken thighs. I'm talking about bone meat here. Oh! <laughs> I thought you meant like just like, like chicken breast pieces. <laughs> oh, no, no. Chicken wings or like if you go to Nando's you get a quarter chicken. Uh, so like chicken fries, chicken drops. Chicken sticks. wings because they come with the best ingredients. Like they come what, with chicken. Like chicken, no, like they come with the best flavours. Yeah. Best I know you mean. A bit more and juicy. You get more bottomless wings than you do more bottomless half chickens. Oh, bottomless wings. <laughs> Imagine is... bottomless half chickens. <laughs> oh, I would probably eat a chicken and a half if they said a bottomless half chicken. Yeah. I've eaten a whole chicken like that. <laughs> Not in that way, but <laughs> Move on, move right, on, question five. Uh, your favourite diet drink? Favourite diet drink has got to be Diet Dr. Pepper. Fair enough. Uh, I've always said that. Um, however, in the summer, I do like a diet Fanta orange or like something oh. a bit more fruity. Like on a hot day, with on the rocks, <laughs> it goes down a treat. <laughs> and that's not even vodka, that's just for ice cubes yeah. and Fanta orange. Yeah, diet. like it goes down well, doesn't it? It does I go down well. I tell you what, have you tried the really new good. flavours of Coca-Cola? No, I, the, the, probably the most uh, newest flavour of anything I've had is ginger Pepsi Max. No, you have, I've given you the, the new cherry one. Oh yeah, well, Diet Coke. Yeah. Yeah, I prefer the Pepsi Max cherry. 
See, the new Coca-Cola peach is amazing. Yeah. It's actually really good. I really like it. Have you seen the um, Pepsi Max effort? It says something of a line like on the things, we know we're better because we're not zero. <laughs> <laughs> That, that is brilliant. Bit. We're not zero, we're max. Yeah, that's... That's very bit. interesting, actually. Yeah. Uh, right. Okay. You ready? Your questions. All right, let's go. Number one. Burger King or McDonald's? McDonald's. Favourite pizza place? <laughs> <laughs> uh, Yardtel Pizza Lane, so come check it out. <laughs> um, what is, like, your worst exercise? What is the exercise you hate the most, but secretly love the most? Squats. Squats. Yeah. Um, any most variations of squats, like goblet squats or bat squats. Hate them, but love them. Yeah. Cool. Um, what is the most extreme diet slash fitness thing routine you've ever done since? Oh, how long have you got? Since what? Since like, I was born. Just pick one that you've done and it's like you know this like <sighs> uh, super super stupid. Carb backloading and thinking that if I have my carbs in the evening and eat loads of fats and protein during the day, I'm going to lose weight. So rather than having oats, which I love, I would have chia seeds, because there's no carbs in it, it's fats, um, for breakfast, which is actually freaking disgusting. Not, not a handful of chia seeds, <laughs> but make like, <laughs> make like overnight oats. I told you how long have you got. Uh, make like overnight oats out of chia seeds and protein powder and milk. Tasted like oh. shitty jelly, uh, which had no real nice textures to it. Um, and then we'd go and have a salad with loads of fats in it, so like avocados, uh, some sort of cheeses, some meat and stuff. And then have loads of carbs in the evening, thinking that's going to be the magic pill to losing weight or just getting a little bit leaner. Nice. How wrong was I? Okay. What was the worst thing you got in trouble at school for? The worst thing I got in trouble for? Yeah. Like, would you be a naughty kid at school? I was going to be, I was going to be quite, I was going to be. Yeah. I was quite a good kid in school. Um, so this is for you, it's going to be like getting attention is the worst thing you've ever done? Probably, yeah, because if I did do something a little bit oh, naughty, what, what I would get away with it. Okay, <laughs> then. so what was the worst thing you did then you got away with it? Uh, the worst thing I did? Like, that's potentially like, you could probably get like a week exclusion. Uh, so I don't really remember why I did it. But I put chewing gum in, uh, in someone's hair on the bus once. I don't know why. I had chewing gum in my mouth, obviously. Uh, it wasn't dry chewing gum. I don't think I thought anyone is. Um, oh, do you know who it was? <laughs> Are you going to quote him? He won't be listening. There's a funny story why. He's in prison. Oh, shit. <laughs> But I'll leave that there, because that's a story for another day. Uh, but yeah, I was on the school bus and I put it in his hair. I felt really bad and guilty afterwards and did apologise. Did you know uh, Yeah, he knew it was me because he turned around. <laughs> I was on the school bus, how can I not, how you not know? Hide. Uh, but he's in prison, so I guess I've got the last laugh. Um, yep. So there you go. I was a good kid. Brilliant. I think. Uh, I definitely wasn't. <laughs> and on that note, that episode 25 done and dusted episode 25 done and dusted uh, we'll have another episode on why I was naughty because that is a whole episode on its own that is a whole 45 minute episode it's longer guys. than that it's longer than that that's just for his first five years of being alive 
That's just like <laughs> one year. Like, I was a naughty kid from reception. Uh, have you ever known a kid to get excluded in reception? Uh, no. I did. There <laughs> you go. Oh. Um, where can they find you if they want to find the naughty kids <laughs> on Instagram? <laughs> in the head teacher's office. Or <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, at home because it's got excluded. Yeah, you can find me um, tweeting from the head teacher's office. No, don't tweet. <laughs> uh, you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Bradley G Fitness. Or if you want to just come and befriend me on Facebook. Ooh! Yeah, I'm throwing this one out there. Ooh! Um, curveball! Yeah, I don't post anything exciting on there. Uh, you can come and find me on my personal page at Bradders Given. There you so go. Come and find me. Nice and personal. I've got to say, the stories and stuff you put out this week are actually quite funny. I'm just trying to show They are actually your... quite entertaining. The thing is, it's just me anyway, isn't it? Like, I do it in person, so yeah. like, let the world see. <laughs> let the world see uh, boring Brad. Yep. No. Um, and if you want to find myself, uh, you can find me at Vel Fitness. A little less entertaining. Um, just but there more... might be some useful nuggets in there. Yeah, just more, just... Just more oats. Just Chris. Oh, say... actually no. For the next three weeks, <laughs> <laughs> I have got... Um, so I'm going on holiday in three weeks, just over three weeks, to Mauritius. And most people, if they go on holiday, they go, oh, no carbs before mobs, which I don't agree with, but there you go, they do it. So I'm doing no delicious before Mauritius. <laughs> yep. The ironic thing is, most of the things I do eat are still delicious. Yep. And I'm just taking the piss out of it, really. Yep. So if you want to go and see a bit more about no delicious before Mauritius... <laughs> Come check me out at Vel Fitness on Instagram or Facebook. And then if you want to find the two of us together, we are Eat The Flues, of course. Yep. You've been listening to Eat The Flues Show. Thank you very much. If you found it useful, and if you've enjoyed it, go and leave us a little rating on iTunes. Yep. And or share the podcast, maybe. Just before we go, uh, just give you a heads up. Uh, over the next six weeks from when this comes out, uh, eight weeks... Okay. Well, there's going to be a couple of guests appearing. Yes. So that's our new thing for now, is trying to get more guests. So you haven't got to listen to us chatting bullshit for 40 minutes or um, so. Brad's stories of him being a naughty kid. Or Chris's, or Chris's No Delicious Before Mauritius. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's love you and leave you guys. Thank you very cool. much for listening. Take care. Take care, guys. See you later. Bye-bye.